Hello and welcome to the Equiline Podcast. This is Dr. Wendy Corrin. And this is Dr. Dave Lundquist. And this week we want to talk to you about lessons you can learn from a duck. Yes, D-U-C-K, duck was our master teacher this past week or so. And, uh, you know, it also goes to unintentional lessons from the act of life. And, and it was a great experiment for us. I mean, it really got to prove the efficacy of our laser and what it's capable of doing. Because this duck had an injury that a lot of people said that it wasn't going to heal from or never be able to fly again. We had all kinds of stuff. Well, basically, to, to uh, dial back here, oh. uh, what happened was coming outside and we... Uh, came across the fact that our dogs had decided to trap a duck, pierce the duck, lift and shake the duck, which is usually a life-ending injury for this poor Muscovy. And um, fortunately, Omar was able to get the dogs off the duck, and the duck was in shock and shaking and bleeding a lot. So we got the duck into the house and said, well, let's see what we can do to save it. And because everyone we know outside of ourselves is a veterinarian, um, pretty much, not everyone, but a, certainly a high percentage of the people reached out and got a lot of how to take care of it. And 80% of them said probably won't last. Yeah. So we did what we do. Uh, we took a look at the duck. We evaluated the duck. And... Then we started to try to put a few pieces back together again because there was a flap of skin that was folded back. And so we had to get that back in. Of course, we cleaned the wound like anyone do. should do. Uh, we did clean the wound so it could give it a good shot. And then we kept it in a fairly safe environment, a small environment. We actually put it in our laundry room at the barn. So having a duck in the barn, we thought, okay, what would I do? What is the first thing? Well, it was an abrasion. There was no doubt about that. So the first treatment protocol was using infrared followed by red laser for the abrasion uh, aspect. And, and the duck really wasn't moving, so it was quite easy. And, you know, the, the holes in it were quite deep and they were basically on the body, but there were a couple on the neck as well. And just made sure it had some peace and quiet and healing. And we lasered it in the morning and lasered it in the afternoon. And we also did spray vetricin on it too, so. Yes, we took, we took the veterinary advice that said, do not, by the way, use the silver spray with the Manuka honey in it that I asked if that was a good idea since if it were my abrasion or my horse's abrasion, um, then that's what I would have done. And instead, I was told that, hey, that's very toxic for a duck. Well, okay, don't want to torture the injured duck, so use that instead. And, you know, we knew it was touch and go. So... I didn't expect the duck would be alive the next day. I, I was a little more pessimistic. I was thinking, uh, the duck's going to be... Duck's in shock. Uh, yeah, it was very Systemic easy. infection will probably take over. And within 24 to 48 hours, I thought it would be gone. Well, good thing Dave brought that up. Because at first, we put the duck in a stall. We locked the horses out of the stall and contained it. And we were told... 
that maggots were the number one reason that ducks didn't survive um, wounds and so put it in an environment, hence the laundry room, where we would make sure flies didn't land on our, on our ailing duck. So we go two days about into it and we start to notice that the duck is moving around a little bit. Because at first, that, that first day, you remember it was like one-legged. Oh, yeah. It was like a one-legged duck, and it was barely moving It was the other a leg. lame duck, it for sure. It was a lame duck. <laughs> it was barely moving the other leg. So uh, by day two and a half, there was some animation. The duck was um, a little more reticent to be handled. It was... Uh, there was eye contact, you know, things that, that we were measuring change, and it was alive. So that was the that was the goal, was to make sure it was alive. But w- our expectation at this point is this duck will never fly again. So I was looking into rescues and places that would take her uh, so that there would be a chance that even though the duck couldn't fly, we'd at least have it a quality of life for this adorable duck. And we did give it food and water, but unfortunately we didn't know a lot about ducks, so we gave it bird seed because that's what it was coming into our yard for because we feed a lot of birds, and so it was eating the bird seed. So we put bird seed in there, and of course we put water in there for it. And I had, had walked in once and I, I saw it drinking water. I thought, oh, that's a good sign. It's drinking water, so it's getting more comfortable. And uh, wasn't I, we couldn't tell whether it was eating bird seed or not, and then uh, one of our one of our friends came over and said, oh, I've got some duck food. I'll bring you some duck food. Well, prior to the duck food, we had the awesome fodder woman who um, grows the fodder in Loxahatchee and brings it to our horses, start bringing an extra chunk for the duck. And we did notice that the duck was consuming something that made its feces bright, bright green. So I was like, okay, I couldn't see what was missing. But there was evidence. And then I would come in and the duck would be sleeping with her head underneath her wing and breathing in a, in a mud. I, I never realized how similar, um, you know, when, when you have anxiety and that rapid breathing, that as the duck relaxed, we saw these deep, calm, slower breaths. Plus, you could turn its head to get it underneath the wing. I think the first day I didn't see it turn left, the first couple days... I didn't see it turn left at all. It turned to the right, but never turned to the left. So just you know us, we evaluate everything. If you come <laughs> into our presence, we're noticing how your shoulders are, how your feet are, whether you pronate, all of that. And yes, we extend that awareness to every creature that comes within us. So we already noticed that there was a range of motion issue with the duck and a lameness issue. Uh, we're going to have to call this left front, right hind, even yeah. though they only have two legs. And this is the way it is with animals. Animals can't tell you what's going on, so you have to evaluate through observation and palpation. And that's what we do. I mean, that's what we're... That's what we're best at is our valuation process and our observation process. Well, coming into day four, we now had the duck running away from us when we walked into the room. And we were told that Muscovy ducks are quackless. Well, she has some sounds that she made it that were... It was, it was grumbling. Like grumble. I guess. We, <laughs> so apparently they mutter as opposed to quack. But nevertheless, we're seeing progress. And it started to switch back and forth now with the laser settings to wound healing and um, 
adding um, a bit of soft tissue work on the neck as well. And giving it clean and fresh water, we came in, noticed that she would be drinking water when we walked in the room. Another friend attempted to help this bird out, because you also find out who your friends are when they show up with fodder, bird seed, and a cage to get her outside. Well, good intentions, uh, apparently, she thought she was cooking because of the way the sun hit where I put the cage. Plus, yeah, the dogs going barking at her, the cats walking by. It turned into a little too much of a high-stress environment. Then we watched the breathing rate go increase, <laughs> increase. It's like, okay, save from one thing, die of something else. So back to the laundry room she Plus went. Plus bugs. And bugs, because the wounds weren't really closed. Well, two days ago, he noticed that I really couldn't find any redness, soreness, or sign of abrasion. The holes had closed up, and in palpating, I couldn't tell what kind of um, integrity there was to those small cartilaginous areas within the wings. But we thought, well, we're going to put her down, and Tomorrow, we said, we'll put her down on the ground tomorrow and see <laughs> if she'll fly. Well, when we went in tomorrow, which was day before yesterday, she landed on my shoulder, then she flew across the room, then she, I'm like, well, okay, but can she get height? Can she be safe to go back out into the wild? Can she sustain flight? That's a huge yeah, we, piece. We did not know. And we also didn't want her fumfering around. If, yeah, we didn't if, want her to let her loose in the barn and have her slam into the wall. And or have the dogs think, wow, what a great animated toy, and go back to square one. So we decided to place her on the safe side of the fence, attempted to put her down on the ground, and allow this bird to show us how far along in this week process we were in terms of healing. And that was the last we saw of her. She took off. She didn't make it to the ground. In full flight, like she knew exactly where she had to go. And she went across our lake out in the back. and then, Which is a, a five-acre yeah, lake yeah, at and least. And made a right-hand turn and kept she, on going. It was all, like, out of sight. I have family. I got people I got to see. I got places to go. No, thank you. Well, I guess since it was caused here, there was no real good reason no. for a, uh, a no. thank you. But Wow. Wow. And, you know, last week we discussed what he learned from a bent shoe. This week we're like, what do you learn from a duck? Yeah. And, and just so you know, we had a, a, one, a vet came in just the day before and said, oh, that duck, if it, it hurt its back like that and hurt, it's never going to be able to fly again. And, you know, you never underestimate the power of healing. And... I guess I won't underestimate the power of that laser again because it was pretty amazing. The wounds I thought were pretty deep. That's why I didn't think the, the, the duck was going to make it. And after a week and a half of treatment, not you, even. We were just, yeah. and you couldn't even tell there was a wound. So here's my lesson. A, if you see something, treat it right away. Do not do the typical human, well, let's see if it'll go away, or let's wait until tomorrow, because with all injuries, the sooner you address them, 
the less sequelae there are, the less chance of infection. So getting on that literally within minutes of the trauma was lesson number one. Do something right away, whatever you have in your power to do. Lesson two, reach out, get advice from people who probably have more experience with it. Three, listen to them to the best of your ability. Well, you know, antibiotics were recommended. I knew that that was further than I was willing to go. Um, and I did not know people who knew how to properly dose a duck. So therefore, you know, do that which you can comfortably do and do it right away. And be willing to step outside your box in order to get results that, you know, are unexpected. Yeah. And what we did and the results we got for me were completely unexpected. I, I did not expect to see that duck fly again. I didn't, like I said, I didn't expect to see the, day, the duck alive after the second day. But miracles of healing. It is, you know, allow yourself, allow yourself to give things the the freedom to be better than you expect the freedom to heal as as we know we if you are willing to learn from every experience if you're willing to say would i do this the same way if i was in the same situation who else could i have called in what else could i have done and i would have to say with this one we called everybody in we found that the ability to heal a wound correctly from the inside out with the laser, and oh my God, the duck loved the laser. When the, you know, when we were four days in, and she began to flit around the room and and run from me. The second I put I put the laser on the back, it's the same experience I've had with dogs, and the same experience I've had with horses. The second that infrared light touched over the wound area. She just started deep breathing and, and she calmed right down and calmed right down. And the treatment time was about three minutes and didn't move at all until I was done. I'm like, wow, you could, you could be my model for this for all of the creatures that we work on. So, uh, you know, take what you want out of this episode. I highly, highly recommend that you always give it a shot. You always do something to help any creature in need do better, feel better, perform better. Never give up. Never surrender. <laughs> <laughs> and, I think it was the, from uh, the movie. Space. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, come on. Okay. <laughs> I, since neither of us can remember anything other than never give up, never surrender, please... Uh, Call uh, you know, call in uh, to our Instagram account, TechWallIK9, with the name of the movie. And, Space Quest. Well, never, never mind, mind then. <laughs> it came to me. It came to him. You know, it's always a good thing when your brain kicks in just when you think it has uh, lapsed. So, from Dr. Wendy Corin. This is Dr. Dave Lundquist. Have a spectacular day and may everything in your sight Heal to the best May of its ability. May all your ducks fly. May all your ducks fly. <laughs> <laughs>